so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Today is Saturday, January 30th, 2021. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a little shoe called A shoe and chicken, a weird voice. Not quite like what I used to do in City Gaze, but this is great in the City Gaze, and that's what we do here. You can only hear in one place. It's this Joe Batanz right here. I'm going to keep At the top of the show, this is uh, Saturday, January 30th, 2021. My name is. Oh, wait, I'm trying to SDC. I'm looking for a future reference. All right, I started typing when I was writing. Anyway, um, so uh, hey, this is Joe Batance right here, or you know, for Saturday, January. I think I say a bunch of things I didn't say today. Uh, I decided to do this one live because what's funny is I left the house today. I left the house and I know big news and paid a visit to uh, Chris and Mercedes. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, let's talk about my day today and then we'll work backwards, which is always sort of the plan here. Um, ooh, just kicked the chair. Um, so in terms of today, I woke up very early, actually. Very early. Ugh. Throw this pillow out. Sometimes I need a pillow for my back and sometimes I don't. Uh, I woke up very early today because... Uh, so, I've been making bread... Uh, uh, regularly. I would say not every day, but uh, once a week, I would say. And I use this book. It's a pretty famous book, so it's not like... Uh, but, it's, it, you know, it's one of these books that's very famous, Okay. That everyone who wants to break bread, not break, well, break bread and also bake bread, knows this book. Okay, it's called Flour, uh, Water, Salt, Yeast. Flour, Water, Salt, Yeast. I may get the order there wrong, but something close to that. By Ken Forkish. And uh, the book it's just, it's just it's not a giant book, but you know it has a heft to it. And uh, I think people see it and they get intimidated because A, the bread looks fancy and B, there's a lot of special equipment you need to have to make the bread that you see in the book. It's really only, but it's funny, it's only really one, it's only one type of bread and the different recipes are different approaches to that one type of bread. But what's funny is once you get the equipment uh, and you read through all the bullshit, it's a very, very, very simple recipe. Very simple. And what's funny is the guys, if you look up Ken Forkish, flowers, salt, no, yeah, flowers, water, salt, yeast on YouTube, he has a little YouTube channel. There's only a few videos. And honestly, 
It's everything you need to make the bread. Yes, there are little touches and nuances in the book, but apart from having the special uh, ingredients that you need for the... the uh, and I'll tell you what they are in a second. Uh, after you have that those special ingredients, um, it's very, 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 very simple. Childishly easy. A child actually could do it. You know, once you taught a child. And... Um, and you make this very impressive looking bread. Uh, the first piece of ingredient you're going to need is a 12 quart uh, clear Cambro tub. Now he says you can use any round tub. Now he says you can use any tub, and and he's right. But I happen to I already happen to have. In fact, I don't even have a clear one. I have a 12 quart Cambro tub, but it's actually uh, opaque. You can't see through it. But it's really not that important to see through. If I'm being honest. And so I have, I already had that. Okay. So special piece of equipment number one done. Okay. So you need a 12 quart Cambro tub, uh, ideally, uh, clear. But again, any 12 quart container will work. Next, uh, you're going to need something called a banneton basket. Now, once again, to make the bread, you could use a different kind. You can use anything actually that, that would, that fits the dimensions. I believe it's nine inches across. And, and I actually saw things at Target that could sit in, fit in for it. But you need two. And they're about 20 bucks on Amazon. And I w you could just get any sort of like proofing basket. It's a proofing basket. Okay. But what this one in particular does is it, uh, you know, it'll give you those really cool looking rings in the bread. It holds the exact shape it should be. So you need those banneton baskets. Okay, you can get those on Amazon. Great. Okay. And then the third piece of equipment you're going to need is, and this is one where, um, and actually, Banneton is not necessarily a branch, it's a type of proofing basket, uh, is, um, is you need a four quart enamel cast iron Dutch oven. And, uh, there are different ones. Oh, you know what? I don't even know if things need to be enamel. It could just be a cast iron Dutch oven. Now, you know what? It doesn't even need to be enamel. As long as it's a cast iron Dutch oven, four quart. Cause you can use the Lodge, um, four quart Dutch oven. Uh, they can be rather expensive. I happen to get mine, which is a really ritzy brand, but they had it on sale on Black Friday for a hundred bucks. So I grabbed it. Um, and um, you don't need a Le Creuset one, you know, which would be like $300 or something. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, the, Amazon has one, on, and it's about $45. I don't have that one. Uh, it, ideally, you'd have two of these Dutch ovens. I only have one. Maybe I'll get a second one because you can then just bake, cause you bake the bread in it. You can just, it's just going to cut your time in baking. That's all it's going to do. You bake the two loaves at once rather than one. But I'm telling you guys, once you have that, it's very, very simple. Once you have those ingredients or those those pieces of equipment, it's very, very simple. Uh, in, in fact, what Ken Forkish uh, subscribes to, his theory here, is – or actually say he prescribes because I believe it's his whole method – is that you don't use a stand mixer. So everything takes place in that Cambro – Oh, you know what? You I have some of these things. You also need a, a, a scale. You need a scale. I have a digital scale for weighing for weighing things. You do need that. 
Uh, and there's probably other things I think of, like, yeah, you probably need that too. But so you can get the list, I'm sure, somewhere online of everything that you need. But uh, you will need a digital scale. But, uh, you know, you weigh out your ingredients. And uh, in the first two... St- and there's only four ingredients. Flour and water. And you'll see this in the video. You just weigh out those ingredients. You, he wants you to mix everything by hand in the tub. Then you add the salt and the yeast. And you and you fold that in, essentially, into the dough. And... Uh, then you let it rise and you put it in the oven. It, it Vanton basket and you let it proof and then you put it in the Dutch oven and you bake it and it's done. It's done. It, it even sounds now harder than it is. Like it's not terribly difficult. Watch the YouTube videos and you'll see. And it makes these very impressive Instagram worthy breads. I have some on my Instagram if you actually want to look at them. And people love them. The taste is incredible. Uh, it's only four ingredients. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, that is, the, so anyway, so it every recipe makes two loaves, okay, it makes two loaves. So I made some for my parents last night, but what I did was I put the remaining dough in the proofing basket and put it in the refrigerator, and then this morning I woke up super early, 5.30 to be exact, and I uh, lit the oven, and then while the oven was preheating, I took a shower and got ready and did all that drama. And then I uh, came downstairs and went downstairs. And once that was done and I put the the dough, the, the proof bread dough into the um, cast iron skillet, put it in the oven and then set it to bake. And while it was baking, I prepped for t- today's Drag Race recap episode and, you know, pulled clips and did notes and edited things and blah, 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 blah. And then once uh, that, that happened to conveniently coincide with when the bread was done. And then I took the bread out to cool and I uh, went and got a co- I went to go buy a coffee. And um, what's funny is I always get because I, I love the iced coffee at McDonald's. So I'm leaving. And as I'm leaving, my dad's like, calls me on the phone like where are you going and i was like i go to the same place every week i go to mcdonald's and he got mad at me i got in trouble it's just asking a question because i want to can, can you get an oatmeal from your for your mom which is fine but my mom i've made this point very clear here every time my parents go and get anything it has to be precious and special for them. They have to feel like it was handcrafted for them. So she wanted me from McDonald's. She wanted nothing on it to the point where they were so confused. They were like, do you want us to put the water? You just want dry oatmeal? I'm like, no, they want to cook the oatmeal. There's nothing in it. And of course, it had, because it was special, it held me up. And uh, then I went back and I, uh, right when I got back, I had enough time to... I don't even know what I did. I remember I did something. Oh, no, I know what I did is I had gotten the idea this morning to do the I Hate Candy song. So I recorded that and I did all that right before the show. I was drinking my coffee, put that into my soundboard. And then pretty much when I was done, it was time to record the episode. And, you know, then we recorded the episode. I, it was funny though, because at one point during the show, I was getting worried. I'm like, oh shit, because I needed to be at Chris and Mercedes' house by 11. 
here on the West Coast, I finish the show usually around 10. So, like, perfect. I'll just run out the door, and I will uh, make it on time. You know, grab the bread and take it to Chris and Mercedes and hang out with my friends. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, the show was running long. And... So I, uh, but luckily in the middle of the show, I got a text message from Chris and Mercedes that they were going to be late, that they weren't going to be home until about 1130. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I'm running late. So that gave me actually time to uh, get my stuff together. Uh, I actually wanted to listen to a rough cut of the show on the way there and back because it was a two hour episode and it's an hour to Chris and Mercedes place in Malibu and an hour back. So I'm like, perfect. And let me, it gave me, I basically got to do work while I was on the road listening to the show to make sure I heard any kind of things I wanted to take out, which I did. And, uh, oh, I'll even tell you guys some uh, information that, that, well, you're not going to hear it on the episode if you haven't heard the episode yet. But if you were listening live, you heard something. I'll tell you what I was talking about. And um, on the way over there, about halfway there, I heard from Aiden. Uh, and in fact, I'm trying to get this done in time so that I can, uh, still talk to Aiden. He gets off work in about seven minutes and it looks like this show might end right in time for that. But, uh, so anyway, so we were, um, I was recording this show. Uh, no, I'm sorry. So on halfway that time, I heard from Aiden, which is, okay, this is actually, again, if you were listening to, I think this comes up on Just Between Us Girls, actually, or does it come up on the show? I don't remember, but I didn't finish this story. But, um, oh no, I did tell the story just between us girls. When Aiden and I got in a fight about, um, drag, but, but work. Um, what's funny though, and I didn't get to this part. This is the point I didn't get to make on just between us girls is that I did come to this epiphany, so to speak, uh, which is me not wanting to talk about drag race, my not wanting to talk about drag race is not entirely correct. I've sort of worked this out in my head and, and, and talked about it with Aiden and this has sort of been the case. I think it's very specific. I think it's, I don't want to give my opinion on Drag Race, but I actually would be love, love to hear the opinion of my friends about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and so once I discussed that with Aiden, he likes that. And so I got to tell John Paul that too, and other people who talk to me. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race because the way they try to, and have to realize the place that they're coming from is that they're trying to engage me and they want to know my thoughts. But I think the approach is wrong. Uh, if you come to me and say, what are your thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race? I'm just like, ugh. Last thing I want to talk about is RuPaul's Drag Race. But actually, if you say, I watched RuPaul's Drag Race and here are my thoughts, I'm very interested in that. I love to hear other people's thoughts on the episode. And I will engage with that. So Aiden knows that already. He and I have discussed this multiple times. This is an epiphany I got maybe a week, two or three weeks ago. And so he called me to give me his thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's for the most part what we talked about on the, my remainder of my trip to Chris and Mercedes' house were his thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oddly enough, and this is not unusual because Aiden seems to always be sort of the um, 10th dentist, if you will, the outlier, goes against popular opinion. I wouldn't necessarily say he's pro-Candy Muse, but he's not anti-Candy Muse and disagrees with me vehemently about my position on Candy Muse. He likes Candy Muse. Um, 
And uh, honestly, if we're being honest, probably why he likes me, you know? That's probably, that's probably why he likes Candy Moon. He probably sees me in her. Um, and uh, But was very defensive of Candy Muse, not attacking Tamisha. But and 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 he was coming from it from a weird place. His thing was that yes, Candy was extra uh, on the episode, but that she apologized and that and that uh, she was felt tra- like it comes from a very sympathetic point of view, and that's pretty much what we were like debating in the car. And I engaged in that. That was much easier for me to engage in when he gives his opinion. And so then I got to Chris and Mercedes' house and um, we hung out and I brought them their bread. And they were very happy. And it was a beautiful day in Malibu. And we uh, sat there and shot the breeze. And then I was there for a couple of hours. And then I left. And actually, to be honest with you, I was supposed to be at 11. And the thought of being there for three hours seemed like it would have been too long. So actually, two hours was perfect. It was the perfect right amount of visiting time. And then uh, I left. And we said goodbye. And uh, on my way home, I called my parents and I picked up lunch for us. And, uh, I listened to the show on the way home. And then I, and then pretty much since I got home after eating lunch with my parents, um, I've been working on the show because I have to work, uh, I have to do a little, a little tiny bit of stuff for Drag Race UK. Then I have to release that on two different feeds. Then I had to do the editing for Drag Race Recap. Um, and then I had to process just between us girls and and a whole bunch of stuff I had to do. And so, like, my workday wasn't over. I just had a break in the middle of it. And then now here we are before I end my workday and talk to Aiden um, and then probably watch a movie. Uh, we're recording this Joe Batan. So here we are. Now, I promised you guys that there was something. If you were listening live to uh, Drag Race Recap, I took this out of what I'm going to talk about right now. I took this out of the show. I edited it out. But on both on both feeds, um, I just I took this out. It was a little throwaway comment where I said, "Oh, you know, can I don't remember. I don't remember the how I got into this. I don't remember what the what the context was." But I started talking about how Candy had sort of done this really um, uh, insidious tweet, but. I said, oh, you know what? I shouldn't bring this up. And because in my head, I realized I shouldn't bring it up for a couple of reasons. One, I was about to question the motive of Candy Muse. And I didn't know if that, I didn't know if maybe Candy had receipts or people knew what she was talking about. I'll tell you what it was in a second. Well, you know, I'll tell you now, then I can make, explain it. So Candy tweeted something to the effect last night, uh, that she had heard that a former Rue girl, or that somebody, yeah, I think a former Rue girl had called Tamisha ugly, but she didn't name the girl. She just says, "I heard a former that a former Rue girl called my sister Tamisha ugly, or something to that effect." And that do not do that. It's not cool. Don't attack her, right? <clears throat> and on the episode was that what I was about to do was question the validity of that tweet, and. But then I thought to myself, well, one of two things, and neither one is good for me, are, one of two things is the case. Either she's telling the truth, and I, she has receipts, and then I look dumb for what I'm about to say, and so scratch that. Or it's completely made up, and but then by saying what the tweet said, 
I'm perpetuating uh, sort of the Streisand effect of it, that by rallying against and promoting this ugly thought that she was trying to promote. I don't feel bad doing it here because it's a much, 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 much smaller platform. Uh, it's a fraction, if you will, of the platform that uh, the public feed has. And so, um, uh, so I think the other thing that it could be is that no one said that. She was saying that, but she says it like, uh, like, oh, someone said that I don't agree with it. And it puts that notion out there. And she's basically saying, oh, uh, people think you're ugly. Like it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a very vicious, insidious, mean girl way of attacking somebody. And so again, I didn't want to put that out into the public feed or even the private feed. I just thought it was gross. Uh, well, no, I would have put it in the private feed, but I didn't finish the comment on the show. So then all I was going to have in the show was just like, oh, I'm not going to say that. And then that's dumb. So I just took it out. All right. Well, we will continue this discussion about my life tomorrow, right here on this Joe Batance, right here on Afterthought Media.